Hey there, this is AJ Fry from Interspace Week Nights at 6 and 11 on Space, and you're listening to An Elegant Weapon. Aw. An Elegant Weapon is brought to you by Nemesis Studios. An elegant weapon for the more civilized age. and gentlemen, welcome to An Elegant Weapon, episode 218. I am your host, my name is Jay, J.M. Clark, Jay the Jedi, Ross, Ross, Jedi, Jay, and as always, welcome back to the L5J Studios, it's wonderful to be here with you, all of my fine, beautiful, and wonderful weaponeers, I hope you are all doing well. This episode of An Elegant Weapon is brought to you by Pints and Pages 2, that's happening at the Cameron House downtown toronto november 12th from three o'clock to seven o'clock the cameron house is just west of spadina on queen street and it's going to be a good good time there's going to be a whole bunch of local gta comic creators fans interviewers websiters uh just the community in general they're all going to be hanging out they're going to be drawing they're going to be buying they're going to be drinking they're going to be podding they're going to be talking and merriment will ensue you should all come on down to the cameron house again just west uh, of spadina on queen street downtown toronto from three to seven on november 12th there's a facebook page and a whole bunch of stuff you can find it quite easily an elegant weapon will be there we will be podcasting Come on down and cast some pods with us. It's going to be good times and deeds. Mike Ruth, Aaron Ong, Shay Han, whole bunch of cool people. You need to be there. So be there. I'll see you there. This week on An Elegant Weapon, the Mississauga Comic Expo 2016. That's right, kids. It went down about two weeks ago at the Mississauga Central Library, 3600 Burnham Thorpe West in beautiful Mississauga, Ontario, Canada. And I had a grand old time. It was 50 of the GTA's most fantastic all-star super supremo artists. Uh... All original work. No licensed products there whatsoever. No prints of Harleys or none of that nonsense. Uh, it was a, it was a, it was a, you know, elegant, classy affair. 50 of the finest set up uh, on various floors of the Mississauga Central Library. Ty Templeton was there. Um, Heroes of the World were there. Uh, who else was there? Shehan, I just mentioned him. He was there. Ricky Lima was there. Uh, a whole bunch of cool people. The people that I actually had a conversation with here and there, you know, seeing as we're a podcast, that's kind of what we do. This episode, you're going to hear conversations with Mr. Alfonso Espinos of Studio Comics. He's been on the show tons lately, but we keep running into him, and we don't mind at all, because I love Alfonso. After him, I got to meet a really cool guy named Kevin Briones. You gotta, really gotta check this guy out. I am blown away. He was a really cool dude, but he is talented as fuck. Uh, he does a book called Neon Black. It's it's a really cool story, and the art is just spectacular. Uh, there's some watercolor and painting, and like 
and just tons of shit in there. It's absolutely epic art. You have to check out Neon Black. It's sci-fi fantasy Canadian comics at its finest. Kevin Briones, I am a huge fan. So uh, can't wait for that to keep rolling out. Then I met another uh, couple cool guys, Kyle James Smith and Gabe Sapienza. They do a book called Scare Tales. It's kind of like a little two-man horror anthology, and uh, it looks neat indeed. So you all need to check that out. We have a chat with them. Then our good old friend Aaron Ong, who we actually met at Pints and Pages 1 last year and had a really cool chat. Uh, he's doing some kind of crazy mech series that came out of like a project exercise that he was doing for himself. But you got to hear all about it. He'll tell you all about it. And then check it out. We got another daily on the show. And this daily ain't Sean Daly. Ain't that messed up? That's messed up. This is Matthew Daly. He does a book called Errol Dynamic. E-R-R-O-L. Like Errol, the name Dynamic. And this is one of the craziest out there, outside of the box, unique comic books I've ever seen in my life. It's like a graphic retro uh, patterned puzzle style. If that makes any sense, hopefully Matthew explains it a little better because uh, I just, I'm at a loss for words. It is really, 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 really cool stuff. Uh, so Matthew Daly. And then we end this party with a conversation with the Viking King himself, Mr. Mighty Mike Roth. Good times. Mike is always a blast to talk to. Uh, I got to have a pint with him afterwards as well. Uh, actually, he ordered a Caesar, and when Mike Ruth orders a Caesar, they put meat in it. No shit, there was a fucking giant toothpick across with like a giant fucking pepperoni hanging in his Caesar. That is just the fucking coolest shit. So, uh, yeah, Mississauga uh, Comic Expo, a fantastic time. I highly recommend you all check it out next year. Congratulations and thank you to Jason Liu and his team. Uh, you guys pulled it off sensationally. Um, so here you go. Without further ado, one more time I shall say actually quick, Pints and Pages 2, November 12th, Cameron House from 3 to 7. Be there, or as they say, be square. So here we go, Mississauga Comic Expo 2016. Please enjoy. Welcome to Mississauga, Alfonso. Well, thank you very much. Have this you is... ever done a show or anything out here for any here? reason? And, and no, I don't think I've been on Mississauga before. I mean, fantastic city. Oh, well, we're yeah. just right on the heart <laughs> of Mississauga, yeah. and I'm loving it every second. This place is busy right now. Isn't it cool? It's yeah, fantastic. I haven't fantastic. been here in years because I take my kid to the branch down in Clarkson near my house, but uh -huh. it's one hell of a central library, man. I know, I know. Yeah. I'm, it's, it's great. And Mississauga is a big enough city. It's about time that it had its own show that was of some reputation, you know, yeah, re reputable it, happening. Yeah, yeah no. <laughs> I will say more like in the comic book directed, dedicated yes. market type of thing. Yeah. Not a convention, not a, a big... Mm. Uh, this is a comic book creator dedicated... Expo. expo. It's a comic expo. Yeah, it's yeah. a comic book. Yeah, it's not comic a fan book. expo or a <laughs> no. pop culture expo. <laughs> it's, it's a comic expo. Like you know? you said, so like, thanks like, to Jason Liu for... Well, he's, you yeah. know, he's taking a lot of influence off like TCAF. Yeah. Right? He'd like yeah. to be like a respectable show and exactly. have people coming out exactly. and wanting to be here. Kind of like Cambridge Comics Art Festival. Uh, yeah. There you go. I'm not going to miss next year, hopefully. Do you have dates for next year yet? Or? Uh, no yet. Uh, like... I guess that maybe something that Jason might mention, but working with the libraries is always mm -hmm. like a little tricky. 
Oh, is that where you hold it's, it at the library? Yeah, out there? We, like, oh, yeah, okay. Cambridge. We did, it, we did it at the libraries too. And then it's a little tricky just to make sure that they have a certain schedules that they have to go over and all the stuff. Of so course. Yeah. At the end of the day, yeah. yes, we're going to be holding at the um, libraries next year. So it's going to be. Right. Fun. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, this one is also really fun. Man. Yeah, this room right now is like a room full of the best of the best Ontario has to <laughs> offer, man. It's I a room it. of all stars. Must feel pretty good to be in it, though. Eh? Well, it is. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty. I'm pretty lucky to be here, to be honest. I love, and I did a little. You're not lucky, you earned it. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> I, I, hey, I listen to this. I did a little uh, uh, workshop this yeah, morning. Yeah, yeah. So that was fun. I mean, yeah. I, I didn't have a lot of people. Maybe like sixty. Sure. <laughs> yeah. No, then what? Did you have sixty? Really? No, no, like okay. six. Oh, like well, still, That's yeah. six. Six is better than That's one. Six. Right? But you know what? <laughs> the fun thing is like these kids. They. You can see in their eyes that they really want to start doing comics. Yeah, they yeah, want to yeah. start creating something. Yeah. And uh, they just sit together and listen and learn. Right. And they're taking every single word. They are like just really taking taking yeah, everything. Yeah. Well, it's weird because there's a lot of kids here. It's at a library, obviously. Yes. The kids were losing it last night at the Cybertronic Spree show. But there's no cosplayers here, really. There's no, nope. you know, big flashy events. There's nothing but comic books, and the kids are still <laughs> having a great time, right? Because, you know what, starting off the library, you know, library so withdraws attention for the families. Sure. That's yeah. the main thing. So yeah. then you have a win, like a check mark number one, right? right. Family event, dedicated done. work, yeah. done, yeah. right? Yeah. Who's going to be attending this family event? Kids. Right. Yeah. Kids, done. Yeah. Who is the main readers of comic books? Kids. Done. I, I no. well, I don't know about that nowadays. Well, well, <laughs> but you see, like, if you bring material for kids right now, kids are taking it. I mean, like, mm -hmm. I have, for instance, the book that I have for kids. Yeah. The Alject City, the Nike Spike, yeah, and um, the Binion Bot. Those ones, they are like just people are taking it because it's for kids. Oh yeah, That's a for sure. For kids. Well, there's families here. Yeah, yeah there's yeah. a lot of families yeah. that they maybe never been on a fan expo, they never yeah. been on a con, a comic con, and they come around and say like, hey. Yeah. What do you have for Plus my kids? Plus, it's free. Free admission well, into this place. That is just, that's, that's a key that gets them in here, yeah, right? Especially bonus. the families. Save yeah. them a few dollars, and they can oh, have yeah. McDonald's on the way home. Oh yeah. You know, get some nuggets, <laughs> and those kids shut them up and put them to bed, man. You're all good, right? So, was your panel? Did you kind of do it similarly, like you did the uh, the Niagara Falls kind well, of, but more for the yeah, audience? Yeah, there was more, 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 right. more like right. more like a, a private type of like um, how can I say it? Uh, more one-on-one -on -one here, right. right? And even though like in Niagara Falls we have about like maybe 40 people, well, you were there, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was a little bit bigger, but this one is more like intimate per That's se, right? That's cool, so though. You yeah. talk to them, they shoot some questions, we're like interacting. We actually came up with a few ideas. That was a 45-minute uh, uh, panel type of thing. Sure. But in 45 minutes, believe it or not, we cover lots of stuff, including uh, some ideas to create new characters, how to develop new characters. So then just to see those kids and put that creativity in one small little room and yeah. see them develop that creativity right there, that for me is just gold. Yeah, Every it's single gotta be time. so satisfying, man. Because, and that's another thing, but the reason why I love so much doing the classes at right. uh, Cambridge, because then, like throughout the year, I do three, four classes okay. at Cambridge oh, on the weekends cool. right. for the kids. Right. So then when you are sitting down then with them and then you see them um, creating, bringing that creativity, bringing that uh, imagination mm. right down to the paper, it's that for me is just gold because believe it or not, some of us, I mean, even even myself at some point with work, with mortgages, with bills to you pay, forget with, about you it. forget about yeah. it and then when you sit down to create a comic, you are the so, joy of it. Ah, yeah. so then sometimes you kind of like forget and that little guys is like a, it's like a big 
it's like it's like a big uh, push for you to go back again and do it. I yeah, mean, yeah. If do you have kids? Yes, yes, I have a daughter. Yes, you have a daughter. How old's your daughter? She's gonna be seven next year. Ah, oh, my kid's gonna be six next month. Isn't it the best? Isn't and it the best? Dude, <laughs> when I pick them up, yeah. I'll pick them up every. He draws every day. Yeah. My kid draws like a nut every right. day. So every day I pick him up from school and he's got like five new sheets of paper to show me. Mm-hmm. And yep. It's seeing it develop yeah. is so amazing. Watching him yep. go from stick figure to yep. just a little bit more 3D yep. or a little yep. perspective. And like, it may not look like it's supposed to, but when he explains it to me, that is, I see what that, he's thinking. Like, yeah, that that yeah, is yeah, the yeah. main thing about yeah. this. You, In our eyes, you yeah. see a stick figure yeah. if you want to see it, right? Yeah. But in their eyes, you see a full world, like oh, with yeah. an adventure behind every single leg. Yeah. Every single line means something. Yeah, yeah. And that's when it's like, when you actually go over there and tell them to your kid, the son, this, this, this child, and you ask him, what is that drawing? Why, why this guy is kind of like jumping? Oh, then they will explain you the whole story, yeah. how the character got Why they're off. there. Exactly. Yeah, this guy's over here while this guy's yeah. doing this, because yeah. this guy's and this guy's shooting, shooting this, this, and there's big green lasers or <laughs> yeah, whatever yeah. the hell coming out. That yeah. is just fantastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that part. Yeah. I love it. I love and it. right now, though, he's big into the Pokemon. Oh. And that really gets their brain going, Moving. because those, there's so many of those creatures that yeah. are all so varied and different, you oh, know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, how was the premiere? Well, of heroes manufactured, of course. Heroes manufactured. You know why there was? I'm not used to these two mics. I just want <laughs> yeah. to go like this, and I don't need to. Well, I gotta get fine. used to this. Yeah. Heroes manufactured, though. I mean, to me, it was like just an unbelievable experience. So I never been on a premiere before. Yeah. Uh, where, where I can go and see? Well, I, I guess I have, but it's more like Star Wars type of thing when you go right, to the first show. Right. That's you're in. Yeah. <laughs> well, no. It's different, man. <laughs> But when then, you're in the movie, it's that, a little different. Yeah, I mean, it, see my face on the big screen and uh, see how Jaron, uh, uh, the director of the movie, working together with the, the editor and all this team, put together this amazing story about like all of us, not just right. me, but you can see guys. Who's it? Like, it's you. It's Andy S. It's Andy. Yeah. It's uh, and, ties and in it as ties well. In it, right. And um, uh, Megan. Megan Carter? Megan Carter. Yeah, yeah. So then she is in there. Yeah. I think I'm not forgetting anyone. I think that's uh, Shane. Uh, Amato, yeah. Or no, no, sorry, no. Heron. Uh, no, no, uh, Shane Christian Cre- Blatt. Oh, Shane Christian Blatt, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. So yeah, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. in there. For like, right. But you know what? The, the main thing is not that, that I was there. It's not that they were there. It's all the little cameos that you see along the way. You see... Well, these guys right yeah. here, you see 70, 80% of the people that are sitting down right here. Yeah. In cameos that they are participating within in the comic book. Am culture. I in it? Do I walk by? I must I, be in a background no. shot somewhere. <laughs> Come on. How often am I running around these things? No, I better be in the sequel if not, Dad. <laughs> well, yeah, you should be. You should be in the oh, sequel. Maybe I'll make a movie about uh, Canadian podcasts. Canadian podcasts. Something. Canadian um, geek podcasts. But that's the main thing that. You see all these guys over there, and that is just like so fantastic. And the way that the story was told, it's even better, right? right. Because it covers all the events. They were actually which shows are in it. Well, as far as I know, as far as I noticed, it started off an expo, then Montreal, Ottawa, Niagara Falls, um, uh, Toronto Comic Con, right, and then Fan Expo right at the end. So then, kind of like. So it's kind of an, it's an Ontario thing, kind of. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. Just in Ontario, but they are missing a couple of shows. Right. Well, how can that, you not? We've got so many. <laughs> well, a couple of shows that they were like the iconic ones, the ones that you have to 
you have to mention it because they are really improving or putting something. Right. TCAF. Right. You have to. You have to, yeah. I mean, you have to cover that part of TCAF. Right. And if you don't cover TCAF, well, at least Cambridge, right? <laughs> <laughs> Cambridge Comics Art Festival first. How did you end up in Cambridge again? <laughs> Why Cambridge? Or one Mexican is in Cambridge? I don't understand. I, I, Why Cambridge? You know what? Because I love my wife. Oh, she originally came. Yeah, yeah, she's, okay. she's from Canada. Okay, she's Canadian. Right on. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I love it. We've been. She's actually born and raised in Cambridge. Right on. And then, then uh, I was like, is yeah. she Latino or no, 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 no. no, no. She's, she's what is she? She's Canadian. Well, <laughs> go back. What is she? Irish, Scotch, German. Oh, what is uh, she? Portuguese. Portuguese. Yes. Interesting. Yeah, you must yeah. get some fiery little daughter on you. That's a good deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, the, and, and then Cambridge is, a, is, believe it or not, it's a really good city to be in there because it's so artistry too, right? Yeah, yeah. So absolutely, you have, yeah. You have guys that you see them randomly painting on the parks. Yeah. And, and then you have wealth just around the corner. Right. Uh, Waterloo. I mean, it's Waterloo. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Kitchener. Kitchener Corner kind of there, yeah. you know. So then you have like, the whole thing, right? Yeah, so then yeah. um, you have to make a little mention over there on, on the documentary. That's of what course. I was mentioning to you around. So maybe <laughs> you kind of fix it. Well, okay, there. he has his deal. He has to fix that stuff. I mean, I'm not going to just give my input and then help sure. him with a few shots here and there. But right. The final call is his, right? But yeah, that was fantastic. I mean, yeah. I never seen my face on a big screen. <laughs> I, I can die now saying that I saw my face on a big screen. So where are we? How are we going to see it? Are they just going to do screenings, or will it be available online? Or because I'm dying to see it. Okay. So, as far as I know, this is what I've been told. I don't know the details, like the specifics, dates, or releases, or how it's going to work. I know that there's a plan uh, to, um, to put it through Netflix. I okay. know that Netflix is, uh, I don't know how much is it uh, involved in it. Uh, I know Netflix is there. I know another of those online platforms or... Okay, like yeah, yeah. Big, like Amazon TV or some kind of thing, yeah. Those ones are involved in there. Um, there's going to be another set of uh, screenings, showings of no the, the director's cut. It's going to be the actual... The okay, so the original, release. so the premiere was just a director's cut. There'll just, still be improvements yes. made. And, okay. and changes. So right. the, the theatrical release, so the right. theatrical version is going to be released uh, by the... So there's still a chance for you to comb through all the footage and find me I in find the background <laughs> somewhere? <laughs> I want to call him, Jerome, we got to find this guy. Because he's going to give us like a... Uh, nice. So, yeah. Um, yeah, so the, the, that's that's the, the theatrical release is going to be for uh, January, I think. And okay. it's going to be in a few cinemas. Right. Don't ask me which ones. I don't have well, the Toronto's specific. Toronto's got plenty. That's but all yeah. right. Yeah, we'll get them Toronto, around. Yeah. For sure, yeah. And then I don't know if it's going to be something like um, like a DVD. Like a It'd be a good idea because then you can sell it, right? Well, you know what? More than sell it is that... And these type of events, like today, have it in a screening somewhere. Exactly. Absolutely. Exactly. Yeah. I was right. gonna say you yeah. gotta be showing this at cons yeah, and stuff. But you know. Oh yeah. Who knows? It could turn into some kind of crazy series, even or something. Yeah. Because uh, Yaron, he makes comics himself, does he not? He he he's a comic book creator himself. He right. has a little bit of a skill. He wants to create a comic book. Um, we've been talking back and forth about it, a few ideas that he has. I mean, it, he's good. He's solid, but. All the time when I uh, I talk to him, I tell them, kind of like Karate Kid, 
we gotta finish lesson number one <laughs> yeah. before we move to lesson number two. <laughs> well, he's two. excitable, I guess. Yes, you know, yes, is excited. it his first movie that he's ever it's, done? Or? I, I think that this is the first full documentary. He full has feature. Full okay, feature. Right. I think he has experience working with uh, other companies that he normally drops. Uh, he normally mentions throughout his conversations that right. he mentions some uh, names as Pixar and and some other companies that he has been working for. Right. Um, as far as I know, this is the one that he has been directing. Okay. Uh, I, That's cool, though, man. I mean, That's right. We need more of this kind of thing going on, you know? Yeah, we got to get the community out there. It's weird because as big as Toronto and Ontario is, uh, all our best talent does get scooped up by the yes. big two. They're all yes. out there working for like 80% of those yes. guys out there yes. Yes. are Ontarians or Canadians. Yeah. And yet back here... It's hard to get it across the border, so yes. we need things like these films yes. and that we can show at places, right? I, I, and you know what? Like, I'm I'm pretty confident that he's gonna achieve that goal. He's gonna be making sure that this film is uh, seen by so many people. Right. Uh, it's just a matter of time for him. Yeah. Right? We'll so, have to get him on the show too. Yeah. We can talk all about it and stuff. The, and next time. Next time. Yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll Where's he out of? Is he out of Toronto? No, or? he's out of Mississauga. Shut up. <laughs> yes. Really? Yeah. Actually, we're talking. Why isn't he here then? I have no idea. What's has, the deal? I don't know. He oh, has. He has man. some crazy beat or something like that. Oh, <laughs> oh, silly, man. Well, I'll have to hook up, especially yeah. he's in the hood, you yeah. know what I mean? So, um, everything's great. Everything's good Fantastic. other than that. Are we gonna, we're getting ready for the cold season, which oddly here, see, it's weird how everybody else oh. has a con season. Yeah. We don't have a con no. season. All year round, we it's got shit going yeah. down. It's con season. Uh, fan days. You're gonna do fan days? Yes, yeah, sir. yeah. I, I love that so, show last year, man. so amazing. Harley Quinn's Harley and, Quinn. and <laughs> Santa hats and bells and shit. Everywhere. I love it, man. I love it. Yeah, I yeah. love it. Oh, uh, well, this is a podcast, so then tomorrow... You are not gonna be able because it's a podcast. But tomorrow we have another show, <laughs> oh, another Art show, Articon. Yeah, yeah, Articon. Yeah. So it's supposed to be good too. Run yeah. by Lara. Um, Who? Lara. Uh, this girl runs also a, a booth with uh, uh, crafts and okay. does comic sure, books. Sure, sure, sure. It's it's a, it's a nice um, it's right a nice on. show. Yeah, yeah, and that's in Burlington. Holiday that's in Burlington. Inn, right? Holiday Inn, Burlington. Yeah, yeah, so then, yeah. the, like I said, Steve say, McGinnis will be Steve there. McGinnis. Keith Grichow yeah, will be Keith, there. Keith. I think Stephanie Lyon will be there. Steve, Stephanie, yeah. yeah, yeah. So the, then there, yeah. there's gonna be a bunch of us going now from here to there. Right. Uh, that's another show, but um, then fan days. Fan yeah, days. yeah. I'm, I'm excited now. Yeah. It's gonna be cool because also tomorrow afternoon is the. At the Sidekick Comic Cafe and oh, Comic yes, Book Lounge yes. is a is a get together. <laughs> I love that all these get togethers are starting to happen. You know, yes. like pints and pages. You know what? I'm you know? I'm gonna sign up for that. One. I I have to be there. Yeah, I'm you have trying, to be I, there. I'm just trying to make sure that I have this. It's space not a there. public show. Even yeah. though the public is welcome, yeah. come buy some comics. The whole yeah, yeah. point is for this community to get yeah. together and have yeah. some pints and sling yeah. some beers. Let, let me let me sign yeah. a book. Yeah, you yeah. Want me to sign that one for you? Yeah, yeah, you want me to sign up for you? He made it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, I want to sign a book. That's All right. Awesome. Let's cut this off. Uh, Studio Comics with a K, or yep. sorry, with an with X. X at the end. Dot com. Yes. Uh, Alfonso, awesome as always. Oh, my God. My friend, see you soon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> check, check. Just do a little check, check, check. check. There, there one, we two, one, We're two. perfect, sir. There All you right. go. Roll hey. along. It's just that easy. Just like uh, that, uh, eh? Kevin, yes. Yeah. 
Yes. Uh, pronounce your last name? Brionis. Brionis, sorry. Yeah. Uh, you might find me doing this. This is the first time I'm using two mics into this setup. Okay. So I keep talking to people and going like this <laughs> and putting my mic in front of their mic. It's just silliness. <laughs> so I got to get used to this new setup. It's nice to meet it's you, a man. Sweet here setup. It's good uh, to meet you, the too. Mississauga Comic Expo. Yeah. Uh, your book caught my eye immediately, man. Neon Black. Yeah. Uh, tell the kids about it. Um, it's a story about Elevator a. Sp- oh, yeah, the pitch, elevator right? pitch. It's. Uh, <laughs> It's a story about a girl who finds out that her uh, real parents are supervillains and her adopted parents are the superheroes that kidnapped her. That's an interesting twist. Yeah. Nice. Nice. So, you know, the story will kind of revolve around, uh, you know, like, you know, what is, you know, the definition of like good and evil. Right. You know, people who are perceived evil, you know, are are doing things because they think they're doing something good. Yeah, totally. yeah, and it, vice versa. It's a right? little bit like uh, the old man Logan, or not old man Logan, the uh, Wolverine Origins in the beginning. Have okay. you read Wolverine Origins? No, I haven't, well, no. What is it? Wolverine was actually raised by the guy, the guy he thought his fa- was his father wasn't his father. Okay. And the guy who was his actual father was like the farmhand or like their... Oh, really? You know, some drunken buffoon and, like, yeah. you know, the thing. But it turned out that, like, it was his own father who he thought was the good guy ended up kind of being the dick about it yeah, all. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it's a cool <laughs> twist on yeah, stuff. Yeah, so, so it's you, exploring are, those things or what's yeah. the motivations to make people do yeah. what they do. Because it's nice, like, there's, it's nice when it's not cut and dry. It always yeah. makes things more interesting, you know, when you can have stories that... Uh, you know, kind of bend your outlook or perspective on yeah. a certain emotion or what somebody's supposed to be, you yeah. know? So are you a Mississauga boy? Where are you at? Um, I'm based out of, uh, like, Toronto. Yeah. Just on the border between uh, Toronto and Etobicoke. Nice, so, nice. Yeah. Very, yeah. very cool. How long have you been so, into this? Um, well, I've been in the convention scene since about uh, 2012, okay. probably, 2011. Right on. And what yeah. got you going? What got you started drawing and stuff? Um, well, I've been drawing for... You know, almost all my life. All right, yeah. And, um, yeah, it wasn't until I moved down to Toronto maybe in, like, 2009 okay. or so. Yeah. 2009, 2010. And, um, you know, I, I I met a bunch of just comic book artists right. at the bar doing <laughs> yeah. one of the drinking draws. Oh, nice, yeah. nice. Which one was that? Do you remember? Um, down at the Black Bull. Nice. And yeah. that's the drinking draw started by, like, Marcus Toe and yeah. Francis Manipal. Yeah, yeah, and, man. Uh, it's a shame. Yeah. All those guys have gotten so big, they don't have a lot of time to throw those things anymore. Yeah, you yeah. You know, but at least we you got, know. you know, Pints and Pages coming up. Oh, no, I uh, don't. November 12th at the okay. Cameron House. It's on Queen Street, just oh, really? west of Spadina. Okay. And uh, it's like an old theater house. It's yeah. really cool, but it's been converted into a bar. Yeah. And this year we're having a second annual Pints and Pages, where it's just all local creators come on out. Oh, hang nice. Out, drink and draw, basically. Yeah. Yeah. So it's yeah. exactly. So come on out, man. Yeah, it's for gonna sure. Be, I'm going to be there with the whole setup. We'll be podcasting and partying. All and, right. Yeah. You know, doing our thing. <laughs> so so that's cool. What did you go to the bar specifically for that? Like you saw it happening and was like, I want to go check out Drink and Draw? No, or? we were actually. Uh, you know, me and my buddies are actually out out for the movies. Okay. And, um, you know, finished. I, I even forget what movie it was. But, <laughs> you know, we we decided to go out for a beer after the movie. And, you know, we're walking past. And I see these guys just just drawing away. Right, right. And I'm like, 
I got to introduce myself and That's, just say, yeah, yeah. hey, what are you doing? Right, right. right. So, so what was your first yeah. convention, one that you did, or did you attend any before? Or? Um, yeah, no, I, I hadn't Nothing, attended eh? any. Right? So like, it was yeah, like yeah. I, uh, you know, I, I went to this drink and draw and then you know, found out that they did it every Wednesday and kept on going out to them and then realized that, like, you know, I can... I can make my own comic book. Right, right. You I can, know, I can play in this park here. I yeah, can play with these yeah, guys. You know, yeah, like, right on. You know, like, um, and yeah, just from there, yeah. it just kind of snowballed. I came out with my first issue of the Go Man. Okay, talk is, to me about uh, the Go Man. The Go Man is a story about a guy. So you, sorry, you're yep. just one of those obviously natural, naturally talented motherfuckers then, because <laughs> do you have any kind of formal education? None at all, no, eh? None, yeah. yeah, you're one of those guys. <laughs> all right, sorry, go on about the Go Man. <laughs> well, with the the Go Man is a story about a bounty hunter who finds out that he's the end of the world. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yep. I like that. <laughs> Man, you got some ideas yeah. going on. So, you know, like, as the story goes on, you know, um, not really a spoiler alert, but right. um, it kind of revolves around the the idea of is he ending the world or is he resetting the planet? Okay, I got you. Yeah. You like to uh, address some heavy questions yeah. in your stories <laughs> that day. Eh? Uh, end of the world. Let's uh, see what yeah. we think about that. Oh, sorry. <laughs> That's man. all right. That's cool. Are you inspired by that kind of crazy stuff then? Or? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, I love... I love. Um, like, what were your interests and influences? Um, definitely sci-fi. Right, right. Fantasy, like high fantasy stuff. Like, did you read um, many comics before this? you started doing yeah. the drink and draws? So you, yeah. Okay, you yeah. were reading them at least. Yeah, then. so okay. I was a big fan of, like, well, comic books in general. Sure, and, uh, yeah. You know, I have my, like, key artists that I follow. And, right. Um... But, uh, you know, again, always drawing since I was a kid. Right. And actually all of these characters are kind of um, uh, continuations of uh, characters that I made up when I was a kid. That's I hear that a lot, actually. Yeah. Man. You'd be surprised, though, often I hear guys mention that they went back to the well. But yeah. that's when the stuff is fresh, right? Yeah. That's when it's unique and original, when it's coming out of a kid's yeah. head, right? And yeah, then, yeah. you know, and then you just kind of, like, build this world and then... You know, the Go Man yeah, happens, yeah. and then Neon Black happens, right? That's awesome, man. So. Now, Neon Bla Black, yep. as we said, cool story and everything sounds like. I can't wait to read it. Picked mm -hmm. up my copy, of course. But yep. it caught my eye immediately because it's a beautiful-looking book, man. Like, Thanks. the art's just Thanks. gorgeous. <laughs> and anyone who listens to this show knows I'm a big fan of the, the painting and the watercoloring. Nice. And uh, <laughs> so talk a little bit about, you know, using that in the book because it's something that's getting popular but not often done. Mm. Well, you know, it's all done in, uh, you know, inks, markers, and watercolors. So right. it's all traditionally done. Right. Um, you know, with a couple of effects here and there in Photoshop right. stuff. Right, but right. Were you like, were you always a painter, or do you just appreciate? No, no. no I. Uh, so you did know? you learn watercolor to do this book? It, pretty much. Are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah. Come on, really? I've always like dabbled in watercolor. Okay. Um, and then uh, you know when I got into the convention scene, I started using watercolor more just to add more to my you know commissions. Sure. You know, yeah, so like yeah. a splash here, a splash there. Oh, it goes know. a long way, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then, um, and then, yeah. So you know, like I'm like, okay, I got it. You know, I'm getting pretty good at these. Yeah. Why not make a whole book out of it? Yeah. You know, dude, it's 
it's really stunning. I'm just a little blown away that uh, you have no formal education or anything like that. Yeah. You're just not naturally talented, obviously. Are you familiar with Sean Daly? Um, no, I'm okay. not. Okay, Sean Daly's a local Toronto artist, and mm. he's absolutely amazing. You know you are, Sean. Just shut up. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> he does a book called Terraquil, and he does a lot of watercoloring. Okay. But he does it. At, you can find Sean Daly at a con because he'll have the messiest table in the show. Oh, nice. Because it's nothing but water and paints and <laughs> glasses with brushes in it. Oh, and, that's awesome. you know, there's a lot of people bringing this in. So it's something that I'm a big fan of happening. So do you plan to continue that? Like, is this, uh, you know, is this a book you just want to keep on going as a series? Do you have, a, like, a limited run in your head? Or what are you thinking? I have a limited run of four issues, you okay. know, to kind of tell the initial story. And, sure. You know, more so to, like, test the waters, right? Okay, see, yeah. see how people are reacting. Right. I mean, so far, it, it uh, you know, the book itself, just the first book, has gotten a lot of uh, positive reaction. That's good. To it, so which well, is very motivating. Obviously. I'm sure. And, yeah, um, that's got to put some confidence in your yeah, step. You yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> How long ago did it come out? Uh, just March of this just, year. Okay, yeah. so it's barely been out a year then. Yeah. So that's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Who so. uh, who's on your team? Who's working with you? Um, it's myself and uh, another friend of mine, Paul and Henko. Who I keep missing for some you keep reason. Busy. I he's guess like, he's like the snuffleupagus of the day. <laughs> or I guess. the pokeroo. So, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> and um, yeah, he does the he handles the uh, the flashback scenes. Right, right, right. right which he does all in uh, gouache. That's cool, man. Yeah. How'd you guys hook yeah. up? Um, just through, um, you know, just through like a local drawing group. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. It's so. nice the way, man. I've, you know, how many amazing books have come out of things like Twitter. Yeah. You know, and people who've never even met. Like yeah. one of my favorite comic books is called Tart, and it's this guy out of Florida named Kevin Joseph. He writes it, and the artist is Ludovic Salet. He lives in France. Okay. And they hadn't met till last year's New York City Comic Con, I think. Mm-hmm. But they've been making this book together for a couple of years now. Oh, wow. Pure just through the internet. They just <laughs> met on Twitter or whatever, right? And it's it's like one of my favorite comic books in the last decade. It's unbelievable. Wow. And I hear it a lot on this show. People have never met. And then when they do yeah. get to meet, it's like they feel like they've already been pals or friends, yeah. you know? Well, it's a whole common interest thing, right? Right, right. But you're, you know? you're a cool example of how, you know, I still have yet to have heard of you. And now we're meeting, mm-hmm. so I have heard of you. But you're a local guy, yep. super talented. This looks like a top-level, top-shelf book, yet we're in Toronto. Yeah. <laughs> so it's so hard to get the word out there because there's True. so many. All our top guys stolen by DC and Marvel. Yeah. You know, like how many <laughs> of those big-tier guys are living in Ontario? Yeah. And then you guys got to somehow break out of the thing. Uh do you have a plan for that? Do you find that difficult? You're just going to keep like conning after con, or I think I mean it's it, it's a it's a mix of like you basically. Know, do you have a, it's hard to stand out? You mm-hmm. know, or, you know. Do you have any plans? Are you just going to keep beating it down? I think I think like right now, like you know, my main focus is to like get those four books out. Right, right. You know, and yeah. then and then kind of see, you know, kind of reassess where I am after okay. that. Right? Yeah, like in right. the meantime, you know. Keep hitting the cons. Right. Keep hitting the yeah. comic book shops. Absolutely. You know, and, yeah. you know, keep the keep the Instagram. Did you and Twitter kickstart active. or how did you get her off the ground? Just just uh, saved your pennies. Saved my pennies. Put it together. And, yeah. That's nice, man. Yeah. It's nice to see yeah. that happen. You know. Well, it's a. Uh, I mean, I've gotten to the point where you know going to the cons kind of uh, it pays for itself. 
Oh, that's good. At least you know, you're like, totally breaking even every time, yeah, and like covering yeah. your expenses, and that's a nice spot yeah. to be in, man. It's a it, it's yeah. a very comfortable spot to be in. Were you at Fan Expo? Yes, I was. Yeah. I, see, it's still amazing. Yeah. I've been doing this show for <laughs> five years. Well, Fan Expo's art artist alley. I've been going to Fan huge. Expo for sixteen years now. Oh yeah. Yeah, and I've been podcasting for five of it. <laughs> and the fact that we're just meeting goes to show you the extent of the talent and the yeah. amazing stuff coming out of this area. Yeah. And not <laughs> a lot of Kickstartering goes on in the Toronto community, I'm finding. No. Like a lot of the anthologies will, mm -hmm. but I'm not finding a lot of guys like certain areas like New York and Michigan where guys are constantly just trying to pump out their books with Kickstarters. Yeah. Here it seems to be a lot more like you did. Like, they just save their pennies yeah. and try to get it out. You know what I mean? Yeah. So... Well, it was also a mix, too, of um, you know, given my timelines, I wasn't entirely sure when I was going to be finished it. Okay. So... so you didn't want to make any promises that you couldn't keep sort exactly, of Exactly, That's right? always so wise, too. Is this full-time for you, or you got a day well, job? I've got a day job. Right so. on, man. Yeah, I so I work as a... You know, I'm a, I'm a graphic designer, so... Oh, cool. So you kind of... Even yeah. though you have a day job, it's, it's still It's still art. artistically right. inclined. Right, right. right. Yeah. 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 You're not like me, where you spend all day climbing trees, and then you go out podcasting, <laughs> reading comics at night. Well, you know, sometimes that would be pretty fun. That's, that's that my pretty awesome. It, it can be fun, for <laughs> sure. It's like a double life, almost, sometimes, yeah. you know? It's people at shows will find out what I do for a living, like people who've known me a while. Yeah. I'll, like, paste the, post a picture on Facebook, like me in a tree or something, like 60 <laughs> feet up, and they're like, what, wait, what, what, what <laughs> kind of nice you know i have like a secret identity yeah. so uh where's the book available at the moment uh right now the book is available on uh, my facebook page okay which uh, is which is facebook.com slash neon black comic all right uh and just also off of gosh i'm just trying to remember off of my own website okay. kevinbrionis.com nice nice yeah. nice nice yeah you gotta get into some shops and stuff man yeah. get it around the area yeah. it's one cool thing we're so spoiled with comic shops around mm -hmm. and a lot of them are willing to carry so many cool local creators books and stuff you yeah. know so i have to get the book down to altered states and clarkson i know there's some kids down there will buy it yeah so. oh yeah man all right yeah okay. for sure you know you gotta spread the love <laughs> uh so dude thanks for chatting with me where where can yeah. people find you next you got anything lined up um, right now, my I mean, my next show is uh, next March at Toronto Comic Con. Oh, nice! Which are you going to do the? Hopefully, I'll have book two. But are you going to do the Fan Days, the one day event there that's happening um, December tenth? No, unfortunately, no. I won't be. No, Such a yeah. fun show, man! Because yeah. it's just, it's just so Christmas. It's like all the Harley Quinns you'd usually see, yeah. but they all have like Santa hats and bells <laughs> and like elf shoes and shit. So it's well, a good time. You know, I might I might just go to that one as a fan. You might you dude, you know? I recommend it. It's a fun day. No panels. Yeah. No workshops, no exhibitors, no not it's basically this. Yeah. But like real Christmassy and yeah. everybody's just in this awesome mood, you know? Oh, nice. Yeah, it's it's a real nice touch to like get away with those winter blahs, you yeah. know what I mean? Uh, dude, it's very, very cool to meet you. I'm gonna be following this book closely. I can't wait to get home and read it thoroughly. Uh, I'm most excited about finding it of all the work I found here today. Uh -huh. So I'll be Excellent. following Thank closely you. and excited for more issues, man. So yeah, for sure. we'll keep in touch. And when you got more coming, we'll get you back on the show. We'll all have right. a nice proper like hour sit down. You know, do right, a good sure. episode and all that stuff. Yeah, man. Awesome, Kevin. Very Thanks, cool. Jay. Kids, uh, Neon Black. Get on Facebook. Check it out. <laughs> Let's see if I can get this right, because I'm here with Kyle James Smith and Gabe Sapienza. Yeah, That's right. Close it. enough? All yeah, right. Very it. cool. Spot on. 
Guys, Scare tell, uh, Tales. Tell yeah. me all about it. Uh, it's a uh, like a horror anthology that me and Gabe do together. Um, each issue's uh, two short, scary stories, essentially. Um, I do one, and Gabe does the other one. So it's like Tales from the Crypt, or you know, any other horror anthology that you've right, heard uh, of. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So why the two stories? Most times, two guys would come together and do a comic together. Why two and one separate this way? Uh, we hate each other. So. <laughs> <laughs> right on. No, no, I figure. Oh, sorry. You can go ahead. Um, well, I think because this is the first time we've worked together on a comic, it was like just an easy way to collaborate. Just you know, figuring out how to do a comic together. It's you know, I don't know. It just made the most sense as like a first thing to do. Sure. Um, like just we'll each do a story and put it together and then you know we right, don't have right. to worry about what the other person's when, doing yeah know? right right when we were initially talking about it we were talking about what what aspects of comic making we wanted to improve um and i felt i definitely wanted to tackle writing which isn't something i do often so um i thought it'd be interesting to try to uh get a better understanding of both the writing aspect and illustrating yeah for so, sure uh, well, it's a cool idea. It's kind of unique. I've never really seen it to done that way. Like, yeah. you know, why not put your first book out, you know? Yeah, yeah. Kind of hold hands wading through the water and <laughs> yeah, exactly. you know, see how it works out. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So how'd you guys meet? How'd you come together? Uh, we met at uh, college, actually. Uh, okay. We were both in an arts program at college. And um, Do I dare say Sheridan? It's Sheridan, yeah. Of course yeah, it's yeah. Sheridan. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah. all Sheridan. Yeah. Um, yeah, and yeah, we just kind of stayed in touch and then... I've always liked Gabe's art, and uh, I don't know. I always felt like it would be fun to work with him on something, so I asked him to do something, and he was down, and yeah, just kind of yeah. went from there. Right on. Yeah. You guys both so. horror guys then? Is that what the influence was? Or I think so, yeah. I don't even know how that happened. Well, actually, yeah. it was because we wanted to do something around Halloween. Yes. Yeah, and then we and then and it just happened to be that time of the year when I asked you. So yeah. I was like, let's do like a horror thing, okay. and then and then it was fun. So we we're like, cool, let's do another one, and it just kind of you know went from there. Right on. Yeah. I always um, I, I always enjoyed watching horror movies. I suppose like it was kind of a love hate relationship until until I started actually creating horror content. Until you started hanging out with me. So more. I, started, yeah. <laughs> but I guess I I, I kind of came to realize what aspects of horror I really like and I think uh, the genre allows us to explore some pretty interesting aspects yeah. of our like some some of our deepest fears as well as um, just what what fundamental things scare us as human beings so right 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 well I like the approach you guys are kind of taking it's like you guys are really thinking this out before you're you know diving in like yeah. Let's make this the best we can can at whatever level we're at so far and not just rush something out. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. the idea. We're trying, to, and with every issue, because it's just short stories, um, we have the opportunity to make each, like, the next issue better than the previous one because it's not a... Uh, it's not like a continuing storyline and it's not like we have to have sure. consistency with like the style we can just keep improving as we put them out yeah so. it's almost like a cool experiment that you can just keep trying with yeah every time, eh? yeah, yeah that's yeah. kind of how we feel about it yeah. so we can consistently bury every stupid decision we've made. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, a lot of the no. comic making is trial and error right yeah. Like, yeah you know and then once it's printed in there you may see an error oh well yeah, do Printing better next now. time. We gotta yeah. go on to the next one for sure. So two issues are out. Yeah. When uh, when did issue one? When did this first get published? Uh too long ago. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, the 
when did the first the first one came out last year it was yeah last year around it's around Halloween uh, right um no, I think. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It was um, Fan Expo. Fan Expo. Yeah, it's right, been right. Fan Expo every year, I think. Yes. Yeah. So. Oh, so there's a new issue every Fan Expo. Kind well, of we're thing? trying to speed it up, but that's how it's been for the <laughs> well, first two issues. Yeah. So. Yeah. That's all right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Nothing wrong with the yearly issues, right? <laughs> you know, I'm sure the ball will get rolling at some point. Yeah. That's very cool. Where's it available at this point? Where you got it going out from? Uh, you can purchase it online. It's on Comixology, um, and physically you can order it um, at Indie Planet, um, and also like we shop it around at conventions, obviously. So you guys done a lot of shows so far, then? Or are you getting around? This is like only our third or fourth, I think. Yeah. 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 You enjoying it though? You like doing the show? It's awesome. Yeah, it's, it's a great tons of fun. We're gonna keep going with it. Yeah. Yeah. So. This is a very very cool show. It's almost like T Calf Junior. You know. Yeah. What I mean? No, I yeah. like it a lot. They did yeah. a really good job putting this together. Yeah. yeah. Jason's a good guy. It's uh, you know, he's very particular on who he wanted here. So anybody sitting in this room is. You know, yeah. Jason's sick. Yeah. yeah. We both love spot. Jason. Yeah. Good spot to be in. Yeah. It's amazing this community we're in. I've been doing this show for five years. I've been going to Fan Expo for 16. Oh, cool. Wow. Still have yet to hear of you guys or meet you guys, even though you're fairly new. You were new, scene, yeah. Still. Yeah. Like, guys, I'll meet guys that have been doing this and been at shows for five years that I've never seen, never heard of. Yeah, yeah. Um, do you guys find it difficult to stick out in such a rich area like Ontario? Because we got, like, you know, the hotbed of comic entertainment for the world going on right now. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah, I don't, I don't really know. Like, I think we're we're still fairly new so we're just trying to like you know network with like the people who are doing cool stuff as much as possible and uh um yeah i guess we haven't really had the problem of like oh we're not sticking out as much as we want to be just because like we're still pretty new at it so yeah yeah. well i mean the book itself they stick out beautifully i mean just the the covers are fantastic yeah game Uh, does the covers for these okay you just do the covers i was gonna ask you like switch covers or how do you do that sort of thing but you've done both yeah yes yeah right on right on so what got you guys into the deal? What led you to go into like Sheridan? Were you just guys always been artists and since you were young, drawing pictures and stuff? Do you want to? Um, I guess yeah. I guess I've been doing art for as long as I can remember. But um, and I thought I was pretty good at it by the end of high school. Right. So, uh, but then I took art fundamentals at uh, at Sheridan, and that gave me a a healthy handful of perspective and. Um, just seeing a lot of the animation students and illustration students, I realized that I wasn't good at all. So, <laughs> so <laughs> this doesn't look not good, man. I, what are you well, talking about? <laughs> I, I started taking things a lot more seriously. So over the okay. course of like my, it was a total of five years there. Um, I took illustration as well as one year of our fundamentals, and um, and once I started taking it seriously, I really focused on things like storytelling, narrative, and uh, anatomy, and all that right stuff. On. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, you guys got to get yourself into the Templeton boot camp there. Yeah, you know yeah. They, they churn out churn them out some uh, some pros out of there these days. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, for sure. So I hear. Yeah. So what do you got coming up then? Uh, you got anything laid out? You're gonna be doing fan days or Toronto Comic Con or anything? We're doing yeah, we're doing Toronto Comic Con. We have Canzine, which is next week. Yeah, uh, next week. Weekend. and um, yeah I think we're just gonna try and like keep doing as many shows as possible you know get this out here and uh, yeah, yeah. I think the long-term goal for me and Gabe is uh, we're 
going to do, we're going to get out one more issue of Scare Tales, and then we're going to collaborate on like a, a new IP. So that'll be something that's more like standard, where uh, I write and Gabe illustrates, because I want to focus more on writing. Sure, yeah. sure, yeah, so, yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, that's that's long term, and that'll happen eventually. But. Uh, yeah, the next thing we're just gonna do another issue of Scare Tales first. So very, very cool. Yeah. Uh, which I guess will be available Fan Expo 2017. It'll be available. <laughs> well, hopefully. Do you kickstart or what do you do? do you, no, we just fund everything ourselves. Like save your pennies. And yeah, I think the right reason here. it takes so long for us is because we both like do a lot of other stuff. Like uh, we both like work right. outside of comics, right? Sure. Um, uh, like Gabe. Gabe does freelance illustration, like storyboards and stuff like that. Right on. And I work in the film industry, so that's like my day job. And then this is just, yeah, kind of like this is, I'd love to make a career career out of this, but um, right, right, yeah, we'll right. just see how it goes. Right, right. Well, yeah. you guys at least are doing something artsy all day long. You know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just cool, not totally out of the... <laughs> the comfort zone right yeah. So. yeah all right very cool kyle james smith gabe sapienza that's right uh scare tales it's called and you said it was available uh comiXology indie planet and uh wherever we're out of show wherever our very dumb faces cool. are. all right well nice <laughs> yeah. when number three comes out we'll hook up are you guys on facebook or any of that yeah stuff yeah Twitter? we're social media um uh, you can follow me uh, on Instagram at uh, KJS with a beard. And what's he, what's what's your handle? Mine's just uh, Gabe Sapienza, and uh, yeah, that's my Instagram. I'm most active on Instagram out of all the social media outlets. Yeah, so. I think I am too. Yes, nice. All yeah. right, well, an elegant weapon. We'll find you both online. Cool. And when three's coming out or something like that, maybe we'll hook up. Where are you guys out of again? Uh, Toronto. You're right in Toronto. Toronto. Yeah. Very very cool. I'm just down the street in Saga. Sweet. So let's hook up and we'll do a whole proper hour episode when you got the next one coming out. That'd be awesome, awesome, man. Dive yeah. a little deeper into your fears that you're dealing with. There, <laughs> Sound good? Sounds good. All right, awesome. Thanks a lot, guys. All right. Cool, man. Thank you. Standing here enjoying Andrew Shehan's amazement of Aaron Ong's work. <laughs> Guys, if you haven't seen what Madthology's been doing with these robot <laughs> neck drawings, you're totally missing out. <laughs> you gotta get on it. This stuff is insane. So what's the idea here? You're doing like a series of Yeah, the the challenge is I'm doing a marathon of like a hundred robots. So I'm on fifty-four and naturally in a in a marathon you hit a wall. I've smacked onto that wall. I was like, Kong. first. And I was like, just me. Just me. I love drawing robots. Yeah. I, I, I draw robots all the time, so I was like, I should make a book out of it. What am I doing? Yeah, sure, so, man. So it's I figured cool. I'll just do that. Yeah. Huh? Yeah, so, so far, it's been really good, but yeah, I think I'm hitting a point where I'm like, I need to challenge myself more. Right. I'm getting into like a, a regimen, like, natural ways of doing things the way I make limbs, the way I make torsos, I was like, ah, I'm getting into a normalcy here, I need to like switch it up so to the next what, 40, whatever 48 or 47 or whatever, it's gonna be like I'm gonna switch everything up and it's gonna be like, I'm gonna try to make it crazier, so Good luck getting much crazier than you've gotten, man (laughs) So what's the end game? Are you gonna collect these it's and gonna be an publish book. them? Okay. Yeah, it's gonna yeah, be an yeah. art book, and then um, so the art book is gonna have all of the stuff, but it's also gonna have like tutorials of like how I 
kind of give it some context and how I got there. So like okay. how I came up with these ideas and, and ways that other people can kind of come up with ideas. Right. Because the idea for this stuff is that there are no rules. I'm making up my own way how to make a limb, how to make all this stuff. Right. And I'm putting story on top of it. It helped me write more stories. Okay. So every, I like to pull everything in one goal. So like I was trying different things to challenge myself. And with that, I wanted to kind of also include that in the book and be like, this is what I've constructed for myself. And hopefully it helps other people. So so how does the process work for you as far as when you're, do you pre-plan out kind of an idea of what that character is going to look like? Or do you kind of go as you draw? Sort of. I I make like little doodles like this, like, okay. like the size of my finger, like smaller than the size of my finger, like okay. small little thumbnails. Right. I scan them all. And then I print them on, um, I print them on like Photoshop, like out of Photoshop. I'll blow it up on an eight and by eleven, and then put it on Photoshop. I put it on paper, and then I just start drawing. So okay. sometimes I'll take like that same rough drawing, mm -hmm. and like I'll print it like four times, and then I'll be like, oh, let's see if I can come up with something different with the same pose. Okay. And then maybe I'll like take that apart. Right. Take them limb by limb, by limb and then mash it on something else. Like I want to basically pull every ends of it like just use up every inch of my creativity sure. and just like what else can we do with this yeah just yeah. like what if there's just image stocks yeah. and i'm making arms i'm making whatever what can we take that in pieces so like i i just question everything that i you know that i that is I do. there gonna be like an underlying connection between all of them or yeah. is just pure so there will be a yeah. story there's that a can whole, involve like all I've, 50 mechs like I've kind of made a whole world out of it they're all species they're all some of them are men um uh kind of like how we breeded dogs into like the way we have them now okay like domesticated kind <laughs> yeah, of thing like okay it's tamed. Like, yeah, yeah kind of like domesticating them and some that look like actual creatures that are like <laughs> in nature evolving okay so these things are like imagine them like actual animals growing and evolving i got gotcha. you how i thought about it was like some look natural some look like they were domesticated but some you know they like one of them looked like like deers i was like oh would it be cool if they're like you know, eventually in a nature land, they have to have ones that just know how to run because they're avoiding to get eaten, right? Of course, yeah. So what about those kind of robots and stuff like that? So I had, I just questioned everything that I have. Yeah. And then I just kind of filled in the blanks for me because to me it was like, once you create a world, you can kind of like just draw whatever you want and it would just, it would Dude, help. Dude, you're creating a stuff. universe. <laughs> like this could be an epic story that you get to tell. Yeah. <laughs> Oops, sorry, my foot's in the way of baby carriages and stuff. Okay. No, it's no problem. That is epic, man. Like, so yeah. has it always been like you always been into like Gundam or Robotech or like what inspired the mech uh, love? Robotech, yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, when I was a kid, uh, not Gundam so no? much. Okay. It's funny because, like, when I was younger, my brother loved Gundam. Okay. And I was like, eh, they look like just like blocks. They're not. Right. I, I want to know what's underneath. Okay. And so like that to me was like, eh, it's not that. Transformers. I love. Okay, would you be oddly then one of the people who enjoyed what they I did in the hated, movies? I hated the really? movies. Really? Okay. Because <laughs> I was like, I don't But you know what I, I mean? Understand. How the style was a bit more of an organic of. mech yeah. type thing? Like, like it's, it's funny because you would think I would like it. Mm -hmm. But to me was like, part of the things that I draw, they have to have some kind of shape to it. Like, they, I have solid pieces that you can see, like, 
there's a person there. But to me, when I look at those, they were just like a big blob of mess. Yes, okay, and that drove I got me you. nuts. Right, right, but right. But that was—that's me, though. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I could be wrong. But so like, even was, Transformer-wise, did you appreciate more like RC, like in the movie, like you know the girl bike, like, like more where they're like, um, like they've uh, got some ge the, geographical shape to them? Or yeah. Like, do you mean like the old school movie? Yeah, the old school one? movie. Yeah, that was my favorite. Okay, I cried yeah. on that one. Right, right. I cried yeah. when Optimus died. I yeah. was like. <laughs> Well, have you ever seen Cybertronic Spree? I don't think so. It's the band that played here last night. Oh, no way. Saw. <laughs> Transformers Tribute Band. It's Galactus. Sorry, not Galactus. Uh, Unicron. Okay. Hot Rod. RC. Rumble plays drums. And uh, one of the head guys, you know, Innocent. <laughs> those guys. Guilty. Yeah, is the, uh, is the keyboard player. Oh, that's and hilarious. And they not only are awesome musicians, but the costumes were tight, man. Oh, and man. they do, like, all the Transformers songs. You got oh, the power wow. and everything. They did Pokemon. Unicorn's theme song, like, music, yeah, was, yeah. like, yeah. scary to me. Yeah, I was yeah. like, this is amazing. Dude, they stepped it up. There was two events in the 80s that really stepped it up for me. It was Transformers the movie mm -hmm. and G.I. Joe the movie. But do you remember how they played it on TV? They played it on one Saturday afternoon. Yeah. And I remember all my friends' parents were watching as well because it was Saturday, and Don Johnson was the voice of Flint. Whoa. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, remember how yes. Flint was like a new character. That's so, right, yeah. So they all wanted to watch because yeah. back then it was a big deal when actors did voices or whatever. Yeah. But then when Serpentor sent that snake spear through Duke's chest... And for the first time ever, we saw blood on G.I. Joe. That broke my heart. Dude, good night. That changed everything. That broke our innocence. It was, like, so shocking to me. Yeah. Because, like, my older brothers were the ones that had the VHS. We were, I was in the Philippines when those okay. things came out. Right. So my brothers, like, they found a place that had the tapes for it. Oh, so we were, like, they rented it. We went home. And my whole world just changed because I <laughs> did not expect that to come out. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, my innocence like died. Yeah, I was yeah, like, oh yeah. no! It did. It changed everything. Yeah, man. It changed we grew everything. up that day. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I totally agree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like even even GI Joe, mm. like just how brutal that that movie was. That like broke me apart. Oh, I was yeah. like, how am I still watching? Because it felt I'm like depressed. the end to everything. Yeah. All these movies felt like, oh, it's over yeah. now. Because then they try in the cartoon and bring those characters in, yeah. but it was it's never yeah. the same, you know? For sure. It was yeah. totally different. Uh, you mentioned the Philippines. I just want to tell the people I'm thinking to go back because this is a nice segue. Oh yeah. Coming up <laughs> November 12th, the 2016 Pints and Pages 2. That's right. Is happening yeah. at the Cameron House. You yeah, know, the I'm weapon excited. will be there podcasting, but we chatted and I don't, did we? I think I met you before then. Yeah, that was that. Right. Yeah, when we did the podcast, I, I just met you then. Yeah. That was when we just met. Yeah. Was the Pines and Pages? I'm pretty sure. No. Yeah. No, I don't think so. I think I at least met you at a show before then. But oh, not wait. important. Oh, well, yeah. yeah we never right podcasted. We but didn't I think do the I Met you before. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. Right. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's so, right. But Pints and Pages, where we actually did I, the podcast. We did the yeah. podcast, yeah. and you laid well, we, down your story. We thoroughly talked. Yeah, on coming there. over, and yeah. you know, it's culture shock, and yeah. that was a really cool talk, man. I, I appreciate was, I was you laying that to, out. I was close to doing a, a public speaking about my life. To really? A couple of kids. Yeah. Because some people wanted me, but. I don't know what happened. I haven't really gotten further into it yet, but I don't it's know, a really it might your story is really cool, man. It's a really cool <laughs> story. You know what cool I find story. is that like some like my dad, I think is a, has a more crazier story. Right. Was, like, you talked about him a yeah. little bit, I think. That to yeah. me was more mind blowing. Yeah. Which I yeah. was like, man, I wish I could like, like finish writing that 
right and like tell that story cause right, be right. incredible well maybe we'll have to sit down someday and we'll do we'll just do the story of Aaron Ong we'll just lay it out one time on a, have to like one episode stuff. you know the origin like this is scary. and you self edit because I don't edit <laughs> that's gonna go wrong man. Uh, is there anything else you're doing right now other than concentrating um, on your universe of epic mechness <laughs> that and uh, my clothing uh, Captain Zinc so it's a uh, cap- clothing. Cap- yeah, Captain you have Zink clothing. Com- yeah, yeah. How do I not know it's, that you have it's, clothing? It's this stuff, but yeah, um, it's called Captain Zinc, CaptainZinc.com, and uh, we have like a cl- uh, like a clothing line. So it's just like T-shirts, sure, and um, some jewelry. But we're gonna launch three new designs, uh, like. Hopefully by the end of next, uh, by the end of September, uh, sorry, November. Right on, man. So we're going to try to knock those out and then hopefully, yeah, like, yeah, I mean, yeah. you know, just we're trying to plow away, do more designs because awesome. I want it to be more artist-based streetwear, not like just streetwear stuff. I okay. want it to be like really art stuff, less writing, you know, like when yeah. people have like all these writing stuff no, on their I got shirts. You. Yeah. I want it to be like graphics, like yeah, really... Yeah stuff that I'm kind happy with. Kind of what she's even doing with mm-hmm. his tease that he puts out. Yes, he doesn't yeah. put what it is. He put the bat face crown there, but yeah. nobody knows what the hell that is. Exactly, you know? yeah. I like that. Yeah. So for us, like, I'm making all these like little monsters. Like, So I created a new story. Okay. And a part of it's kind of extended to this because right. I need it all to work together. So like, these are like the gods. Like These machinas are like gods. Okay. <clears throat> and they connect to a person. And so those characters, yeah, they're, they're like spiritually connected to somebody. So... They are all the characters in the com- in in the Captain Zink storyline. Oh, so like eventually, when I can afford it, I want to have this de- like the the Machina detail on a shirt, wow. and like everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, that that, that is cool, <laughs> man. That would be so crazy, dude. You so got some goal. really really cool ideas going, man. <laughs> I can't wait till this all starts to flush out. I well, not that it. it's not flushing out. I no, mean, no, but I know what you mean. Yeah, I mean like you know, epic. trying to is get it on stuff. Uh, some of it are Copics, some of them are uh, are, are Prisma markers, some Good of them are like... God, Aaron Ong, you are a beast. <laughs> Where can people just check out your work? Madsketch.com. That's right, madsketch.com. Yep. Very, I very try, cool. I like realize I should what? make it simple. What, huh? What are you shouting? Sh- <laughs> At <laughs> the Pines we're just, and Pages, we that's just right. Pl- Okay. We did a whole Shay wants to make sure that we stuff. again plug Pints and Pages <laughs> too on November 12th at the Cameron House. <laughs> Uh, and you're gonna, you are gonna come. Oh yeah, you're gonna be there. Right yep. on. All right, we'll That's chat nice. again, ladies and gentlemen. Aaron Ong. Thank you. Pay attention. What's your name again? Matthew Daly. Matthew Daly, which yes. I can't forget because it's like Sean Daly. Ah. Are you familiar with Sean Daly? No, I'm not. Sean Daly is a Toronto artist. Okay. He has a book called Terra Quill. And Sounds familiar. He's gonna be our next big thing, man. Oh, okay. He's always got something in all the anthologies going around, and it's a very, very talented individual. I'll have to and, uh, look yeah, him up. Hear his name, Sean Daly. Sean Daly. Sure. Spelled like mine, I guess. Uh, or? Spelled just like yours. Ah, exactly. the proper way then. Well, it's funny right now. You know, are you on Twitter? Yes. You know, everybody switches their names for Halloween Twitter names. Oh, I have uh, seen that. You know, yeah, I'm, very, I'm not very Twitter savvy, unfortunately. Well, he switched from Sean Daly to Sean Knightley, <laughs> which I think is the best one of all Halloween. You know, very subtle. So, okay, I don't, I don't know how to explain what you're doing in any possible way. So why don't mm. you go ahead and do that for me? <laughs> uh, so I, I collaborate with a writer, uh, Corey McCallum, and. We just uh, kind of, I don't know, my, my style is kind of just highly stylized vector 
illustrations influenced by like graphic design and 50s animation um, styles so just and with heavy use of textures like handmade textures that I create myself and it's ballsy as hell man. oh thank you because Thanks. it's it's you're not being kind to anybody you're, you know what I mean <laughs> yeah. you're like this is what I do figure it out mm. it's kind of the impression that I'm getting mm. which is very very cool because it's something so different and unique uh, in layman's terms yeah graphic design mm -hmm. uh, with like I don't want to say you have to unravel the story. The story's right there. Yeah. But, like, I don't know what the word... You're making this interview very difficult for me with your work, man. <laughs> Sorry. No, it's okay. But me saying this is going to get people interested, right? Yeah. So why don't you tell me about the book? Tell me where it came from. What was? Where did the idea original, originate? Uh, Aerodynamic. Um, so Corey and I first started collaborating on um, uh, the story of the pig sleep and actually... Uh, in short stories that we were doing for Broken Pencil Magazine, uh, which was based on a creator uh, character that I created. And I just sort of hit a brick wall with stories I was writing for him. I'm not like the most confident writer. And so I just kind of brought him on board and he just really took it over. Interesting. So uh, Aerodynamic was our first like real collaboration. Um, okay. So he had an idea for like a uh, um, like a space opera type of character, like a Flash Gordon or, or Buck Rogers type of thing, but right. really sort of filtered through something a bit stranger, like more, more alternative comics influenced. So and he knew going to you and into this that it would be this. It would be Yeah, different. It pretty would be much. A very different, unique style. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we kind of like, he thought, he thought, um, he thought it was sort of something that would complement the story that he had in mind a bit more than something with another artist or something like that. Right. Um, and so it was a character, I mean, and the character name was something I had, so it just kind of worked out. Like, he didn't have a title or a name of the character, he just had this story idea. Right, and right. so it was just a good way to kind of, like, really sure. coalesce our two, these two ideas together. And, um, yeah, yeah. oh, sorry. No, it's okay. Do you have, like, a love for graphic design, then? Is that your background? No, but I'm an illustrator. How did you come to this? I'm an illustrator, a uh, uh, trained illustrator, um, and... I graduated, I graduated from Sheridan in the late 90s, and then that was sort of as computer illustration was coming in. So okay. um, I initially bought, like, I was kind of spent a few years just kind of not doing illustration or trying at that. And at one point, because I was sort of like immersed in, uh, immersed in kind of the uh, hardcore community at the time, hardcore and underground metal, and graphic design was kind of a big thing in that. And I just kind it of was? yeah, it was sort of like there's a lot <laughs> of people in, in a lot of bands. So there's a lot of like hardcore and like metal bands in the late '90s, like underground stuff that it was like albums with like really distinctive graphic design, and a lot of people in the bands were graphic designers by trade. And so it kind of okay, and so it kind of inspired me, and I wanted to. Are kind you talking of, like Minor Thread, Orange uh, Nine More stuff like kinda... like Converge, uh, okay. like a lot of the Hydrahead bands and stuff like that. Right, that and, was a big Gorilla Biscuits guy mm, back then. Yeah, okay, so it's yeah. a different a different kind of yeah take from that. So it was not the traditional hardcore aesthetic, right? And it was kind of more of this post like Quark or like sure. Adobe type of aesthetic, but they just did a really nice uh, a nice spin on that yeah. so I bought a computer just with the thought like I didn't really know where I was going to go with illustration so I was like I'll try my hand at graphic design and then just kind of dicked around with that for a few years and then um, when I started trying to break into illustration again because I just I didn't I didn't have the heart for that type of graphic design and layout type of uh, stuff okay and yeah just sort of people res I started messing around with illustrator for illustration and people responded to that more so than like the painted stuff I was doing at the time so then okay. I just figured 
Okay, this right. is working for me better. So is this all accomplished digitally then? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so okay. some of the, like, like a lot of the, the textures I'm bringing in are textures I create and then just manipulate in Illustrator. And, and some of them are so subtle at certain spots. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like you're doing this weird effect where... I'm creating... This <coughs> is my trade secret, pardon me. <coughs> my trade secret is I create, I create brushes or patterns, uh, symbols, pardon me, symbols in Illustrator based out of my thumbprints. Uh, and then I, I, so okay. I create clipping masks based on that, and I'm messing around within the clipping masks. Right on. So that's my, that's my. Uh, <laughs> so you love the tech side of it. Yeah. You love the digital side. Of yeah. It. yeah. But I didn't like because I wanted to do it like this too because I didn't like when I was first messing around with Vector I didn't like the flatness of it like I like I like flat design but it doesn't work with my well, brain. Well, it's obvious. Yeah, you could see that it you know flats and, and you know layers and all this. Yeah. But this would not be nearly as effective without your thumbprintness. I think so too. If it was just flat. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. And there's sort of like and especially with like Vector or Illustrator just the straight lines are so sterile that right. it, it kind of lost me. of like like a, a beginning movie sequence on some movies for some reason. I couldn't mm. even name a movie but like there's maybe a lot of Catch Me If You Can or something like that where you'd see I don't want to say a cartoon but yeah. like a graphic design styled cartoon. Saul Bass did that a lot in the 50s with a lot of um, Hitchcock movies okay, and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, like yeah, he did designed yeah. a lot of classic posters yeah. and also did a it's lot of really beautiful credits. Yeah. You know? yeah, and I think yeah. that sort of like snuck into. Okay. Yeah. So like I say, the 50 the 50s comedy. influence. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, I see what you're saying by your 50s influence because of the 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 look of some of the items, the colors. Yeah. But, wasn't where my mind straight went. Which like, is that's good. That's how original this is. Yeah, like, I didn't want to go yeah. too like obvious retro type yeah. of nonsense, yeah, like, yeah. which is, sort of has a too kitschy type of factor. Like it's crazy when I looked at it, I was like, "Is that a comic book?" Like, <laughs> I think I asked you. Yeah, 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 Is yeah. this a comic book? Like, you know. So when did this come out? How long? Uh, did 2014. I... Okay. How yeah. long did it take for you to put that together? On and off about a year. That's um, all right. Yeah, I sort of I. I I had started it, I'd started in early, I'd started, Corey gave me the story in 2012, I'd started the art and design in 2013, and then just aborted it, because it just wasn't working, and then it was okay. sort of like, I got really busy with freelance work, so I had to put it on the, sure, sure. the burner, and then we sort of aimed, we got into uh, TCAF 2014, oh, nice. and so that gave us a reason to finish it, so we like, like we said, you, know, you we, are we, exactly what TCAF wants. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, so yeah. It, it also sort of just lit the fire under my ass to finish it. And so um, I spent another six months, uh, yeah, just after restarting it, another six months on yeah, and off. And then yeah. about a, a month just really plugging at it before TCAF. Are you TCAF. out of Toronto then? Yes, yeah. Okay, all right, right. Are you originally out of Toronto? Uh, from or? Brampton originally. Okay, yeah. yeah, no one's originally from Toronto. No. Actually, Sean Daly, who I mentioned earlier. Oh, he's one of the real ones. The one and only, like, <laughs> Degrassi kid. Amazing. Like, grew up running through those ball diamonds oh, and stuff. Oh, man. He's the one guy who can claim to be, like, a Toronto <laughs> comic creator. You know what I mean? Yeah, everyone's from out of... Yeah, everybody's from somewhere Durham else. region or Mississauga. I'm a St. Catharines guy oh, originally, yeah. but... Yeah. Well, this is fun for me. I live down in Clarkson. Oh, nice. Ten minutes from here. Yeah, yeah. And I'm always the one having to go out to Toronto because all these clowns live out there, right? <laughs> so I've all the shows. So this is a very big treat for me today, mm -hmm. being local and such, you know? So do you do a lot of shows, or I do a lot of more like zine, zine shows and stuff like that. Are you doing so, the can zine? Next I'm week I'm not going to be in town unfortunately, but oh, okay. I usually try and do it. Um, right on, right on. Um, yeah, still... I've done a few TCAFs and then just like yeah, like um, Bit Bazaar is another one okay, I've done quite right a bit on. of. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah no, I just, people have asked me about things like Fan Expo. I don't, 
other than sort of the expense involved, I just don't feel like I'm sort of part of that. It's like, gotcha. it's a, it's, yeah, yeah. You're doing so. something very unique, though. Mm-hmm. But, but as much as you not feeling part of it, I think this is something that people would really, really dig. The yeah. that you're not part of it with. That's probably you know true, I mean? yeah. Like, yeah. You know, this is... You never know sometimes. They so. all love something different, too, you know? Mm-hmm. If I can possibly recommend you want to meet those people, head on out to the Cameron House on November 12th for Pints and Pages oh, 2 yeah. happening out there. <laughs> uh, no, seriously, though, it's a fun time event. Yeah, Eric, Eric Kim invented it. Ah, yeah, yeah. Invited me to it, yeah. So, uh, yeah, just Pints and Pages, literally drink and draw, and it's a good old time. Nice. You know? I like to throw the pod in there. But uh, <laughs> Matthew Daly, also, uh, we I'm should a... mention that you do have entries in Monstrosity. Yes, Monstrosity yeah, too. Which yep. is very, very cool. Yeah, that was you, a fun one. Yeah, t- uh, talk about that a little. What that was uh, another... Um, yeah, I was sort of surprised we got that one in there because it kind of flies in the face of the rest of the themes because it's not very science fiction. Um, it's just a weird story. It's a nursery rhyme that Corey did about a, uh, uh, a demonic real estate agent and like uh, and uh, and uh, a crusty punk who he uh, tries to like sell a house to, and just all these weird <laughs> things happen. It's sort of yeah, it was a. A fun story to draw, yeah, actually. Yeah, it was yeah. a really, yeah, it's just like any time, any excuse to draw monsters or weird creatures. Do you hand draw tons still then, or are you mostly just into your, loving your digital stuff? So mostly much? loving digital, yeah. It's yeah, weird. Yeah, like, yeah. I, I, I do, like, I've been doing Inktober this month and just, okay. like, in my notebooks and stuff like that. Nice. And it's good exercise. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of a good way to flex the muscles. And yeah, yeah. I don't, yeah, it's weird. I don't draw as much as I would like to, but I was like, my drawing skills have declined like, yeah, since I, I took, became you're digital. Obviously, your digital skills, because yeah. it's not just obviously that you're good at it technically, but you know what you're doing. This looks like it was laid out by somebody who knows how to lay That's what something out like okay, this. Okay, thank you. Know? you. Yeah. Well, no, as original as it is, it's not, it's not confusing. It's not like... It's not like you didn't have control over this whole situation mm. just because it was something new and adventurous you were trying. Yeah, less masturbatory. Seemed, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Totally. That's why I lo- really love it. Like, Thank you so much. Yeah. You could have gone, as crazy as it is, you could have gone even crazier. I could have, yeah. Kinda, you kind of held it to a certain, okay, let's not blow their minds too much. Yeah. You know, save that for the future. I think we need more of this kind of stuff, man. <laughs> I love that and the, the watercoloring is coming a lot back into yeah, comics. Yeah, that's, that's nice know? to hear, yeah. Fine artists and stuff like that. Yeah. Just making some beautiful, beautiful work out there. So It's nice to see it yeah, yeah, coming yeah. back, like Absolutely. being played on in, yeah. in, in bigger books or even... Are you online anywhere? I Where am, yes. Where get the books? Uh, the books, um, in Toronto, they're at Page and Panel and The Beguiling. Uh, online, we have a, a store envy show store, which I might switch over to my Etsy site soon, actually. So, right um, and I, I'm online at shiny uh, shinypliers.com, um, which is my name for uh, my uh, Instagram and my Twitter handle and all that. And shiny pliers art on Etsy. Very where I cool. sell prints and probably will move comics over to it at some well, point. Well, the weapon will search you out and find all that stuff and share it with uh, all the weapons uh, loving, adoring fans. Uh, but we should hook up another time. We'll That'd definitely get you back on the show. Yeah, and awesome. Get into it for like an hour and do a property. That'd be cool. Matthew I'll get Corey Daly. in on it too. They, yeah, 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 absolutely. Very cool. Yeah, pleasure. All right, Matthew Daly, uh, check out his stuff. It's going to be good times. Thank you so much. Yeah. Mighty Mike Ruth. How are you, my friend? The Viking King. 
<laughs> you enjoying the day? Yeah, man, it's an awesome show. This Jason's is fun. done an amazing job. He's got awesome people here, lots of beautiful light. It's a busier show than I thought it would be. Yeah, me and, too, uh, actually. There's I'm just amazing creators here, man. It's been an awesome day. Dude, this is like the All-Stars. This is like some of the best yeah, of the best of the know, GTA. I think so. yeah. Just dropped into a room, man. And I think the free admission thing, you know, when you compare it to some of the bigger shows out there, the free admission thing really goes a long way. I mean, I haven't made crazy money today, but it's been really great conversations and people who just were able to walk in and experience all this and maybe walk out with a few books. Mm -hmm. I've been giving books away all day because, you know, some kid spends an hour flipping through a book. I think he deserves to have the book. Hey, that's awesome of you, man. (laughs) Well, that's the spirit of something like this. Like, we're in a library. Educate, right? Spirit is the word. Spirit is the word, yeah, with comics. Especially when we have this kind of library where they have a comic section where they're so enthusiastic about it. Oh, yeah, yeah, man. Someone came down and was like, you love the Thing series from Marvel in the 80s. I'm like, yeah, they, they got all of them upstairs. I was like, what? <laughs> so, yeah, I kind of want to go and have a boot around. But <laughs> Yeah, yeah. You didn't have to come out too far either, Oakville no. boy. No, yeah, not yeah. too far. No, yeah, about a 20-minute yeah. drive. So, yeah, easy yeah. to find, easy to get to. It's different for me. Normally, I got to trek all the way downtown or oh, wherever for a show. Now everybody's coming to me for a little conversation. So, <laughs> you know, it's nice. Uh, we were talking earlier about you've been working your ass off, eh? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Not, not, not always in comics, unfortunately, but uh, it's been a hot <laughs> summer of doing renos and uh, the regular chores that come with being a superintendent but I try to draw as much as I can when I'm not doing that kind of stuff and uh, yeah I've been busy I just uh, did a series of covers for uh, Aftershock Comics the hip hop hip hop uh, variant covers uh, for Animosity um, which is a a story by Marguerite Bennett and uh, the artist uh, I'm going to forget his name uh, <laughs> Del, Delator I believe is his last name very very awesome artist though and it's a cool story so yeah and those variant covers went bananas online the sales are like I mean I, I you know I, oh, I yeah, enjoy, right I enjoy doing the artwork, but yeah, they went bananas online. They're selling for like seven hundred and fifty dollars and something like this. It's crazy. Is a lot of your fan base down south? Uh, you I seem a little not that you're not known and well known and admired here, but you seem to be quite admired down there. Yeah, I, I, I don't know if it's just a population thing. I've gone to a couple of the bigger shows in the states, and I think that's uh, that's an important part of it when you get your face out there, and you know, especially if you get to go to a place like New York or Heroes a couple years in a row, and you're there with all the creators, and you get these fans that go to those creators and they see you every year and they check you out and you know it's uh yeah i think i've got a decent following in the states for sure um you yeah, can have that one buddy. yeah you can keep it that's okay it's yours for free yeah enjoy <laughs> just promise to read it yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah right on buddy enjoy. very cool of you mike no you got to give comics away to kids, man. That's how it starts, you yeah, know. I mean, yeah. I, w- I would I would probably be illiterate if it wasn't for comics. That was what the bridge was for me as a young as a young reader. I struggled with reading, and then comics. My mom brought a bunch of comics home, and right boom, you know, it nice, made it real easy. Nice. But but yeah, about your earlier question, yeah, I got a decent following in the states. I'm, I'm I've had someone refer to me as the most famous guy that no one's ever heard of before, which is <laughs> kind of accurate with accurate, comics because yeah. I do a lot of variant Although there's covers. There's a few I could put under that. Oh yeah, moniker, oh dude, but there's you're definitely one. Of them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's so much hidden talent around here and there's so many also in a place where sticking out isn't easy yeah southern ontario yeah this is the land of comics. there are some heavy hitters man there are some like the heaviest hitters run away to the u.s and they're doing their dc or working for marvel and sure then there's these layers here hey how's it going bud (laughs) then there's these layers he didn't it stopped (laughs) 
But I mean, you've got from unknown to the ultimate known in here, and everything in between. You know, you're definitely on the upper levels. Yeah. Sure. Well, I mean, you know, I've 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 been attached to some properties that are that have a long history. You know, right. Captain Canuck came out over 40 years ago, and I've been I've been fortunate to do three or four covers for them and some interior work for them. And Red Sonja and Conan. I mean, that was a tremendous thing for me to get that Dude, phone call. You did a dark horse comic. Dude, dark horse is special for me because <laughs> of my Star Wars, right? Right. I, yeah. Like my Star Wars is dark horse Star Wars. Oh. Oh, yeah, yeah. Screw the movies. Screw all that other stuff. Yeah. My Star Wars is dark. Well, it was Star so Wars, rich. Man. They oh took that property God. and they did wonderful yeah. things with it, you know. And yeah. uh, same with Conan, too. Like, Dark Horse did incredible things mm -hmm. with Conan. I mean, I'm a Marvel Conan guy, but I I can't deny the amazing. I mean, you had Carrie Nord and these incredible talents uh, working yeah. on that that stuff for Dark Horse. So it was pretty pretty crazy, yeah. But, uh, yeah, you know, I'm enjoying it. And uh, hopefully get some more cover gigs. I got another one that's actually due on Tuesday. I have no idea what I'm supposed to draw. I have no script to work from. Wait a how does that work? Yeah, uh, just like, do us a cover. We'll let you know what it's uh, It's, it's about. usually a pretty quick turnaround when I find out I have the job because it's usually a variant cover, and someone someone will find out there's an opportunity for a variant cover when there's like five days left before the deadline. So oh, then it's like they call me with three days left, and then I have to come up with something. So, right. yeah, so this weekend I'm kind of racking my brain because I have nothing to go off of. I've actually reached out to the writer to see if she can get uh, give me some tips on what's coming because it's for an upcoming issue. I don't want to reveal anything, but I, I'd like to, if there's some kind of cool... You know, it's a comic about animals that, that become self-aware. So if there was some kind of cool animal that's going to be uh, in that issue, I'd love to draw it. Yeah, I kind of yeah, just want to yeah. draw a big barbarian, like, bear guy or something with Viking weapons. Because, you know, I mean, the <laughs> very... How did this Viking thing start? Where did this you come You know, from? I don't know. I think I think my old man, like, when I, you know, my, my dad looks like a Viking. And my earliest memories of this blue-eyed, red-bearded dude playing Star Wars with me on a shag carpet in the late 70s, that's you know. Awesome, yeah. So, I mean, I remember, I, I think it's began there but yeah I mean ever since I was a kid my grandmother used to send me Viking stuff for some reason from like you know Nat Geo or newspaper clippings and uh, when I got married to my wife we went to uh, Newfoundland for uh, our honeymoon oh, but primarily to go up cool? to Lanzo Meadows to go and oh, check out the man. Lanzo Meadows uh, Viking historical site and that was mind-blowing I mean eh? that was a huge trip for me so uh, that's, that's like the oldest thing we have you know what I mean well like, yeah I mean it's it's proof that it's proof that you know Columbus wasn't the first one here, and uh, right, a baby was born in Canada, you know, 1,200 years ago when the Vikings came. Like, you know, they found the remains of a baby. Like there was, Really? Yeah, there was a small group of Vikings that came. They found a hammer of Thor in the, in the fire pit. They found they found what? cool things, man. Wow. They were here. That Make no mistake. So cool. And now they're wondering uh, if, there, if there were other places in Canada, too, like New Brunswick and areas like that where oh, they could have... I think they might have got yeah, around. Yeah, they've little. actually used these... I don't these think they didn't stay too long, though, did No, they? like a year. Winter? Like a year and a what half. was it? Like winter was too much or something you uh, think, or? I don't know I think they just didn't were, were, they weren't prepared for the weather I think right. they, they come from a pretty harsh environment as it was but when they got here I think the weather I mean the east coast gets the most terrifying winter <laughs> that Canada can get and yeah. uh, they might have had a bad one that year it's hard to say but yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. they weren't here long they well, it's weren't crazy here long. this country came down I mean England was here and France was here who can survive the winter gets the east coast that's basically. it that's it yeah, yeah. they're hardy people out yeah, there man yeah, yeah. <laughs> very hardy it's people crazy i'm man. actually going to be in halifax uh the halcon convention in two weeks uh oh, Fe fearless cool. fred will be there uh rossi will be there richard pace uh, uh i believe leonard kirk is going as well nice. and uh it's a great show man they take care of artists there like i've never seen a show take care of artists and you know, uh, that's getting to be the the status quo because other shows are hearing so much about how certain shows are treating artists oh, so well dude it's we kind could of an expectation 
expectation these days. We man. could do a whole podcast, and yeah. uh, we could title it uh, "What No Sandwich for Me." That would be the <laughs> that would be the uh, the title of the podcast. I won't say what show because I'm you know oh, I'm yeah, nice I like that, you. but yeah, we, yeah. we could talk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, but yeah, you know, it's nice that uh, Kevin stepped back into his role at Fan. Absolutely, Expo, you, you know, know it was a tight running uh, uh, Fan Expo in more ways than one. Kevin does an amazing job. My only complaint about Fan Expo this year was that I had half a table to work with, and I need a little bit more room because I'm a bigger guy, and I was sharing a table with Jeff DeCall, who's also a watercolorist, so we had to kind of oh get God. our, we had to get our chi, and <laughs> we had worst, to get, like, man. time our chi and our movements. It was like two guys doing Tai Chi at a table, yeah, because yeah, yeah. if I'm erasing and he's trying to paint eyelashes on something, we had some <laughs> problems, right? So, Have but you we ever seen Sean Daly's table? <laughs> you know Sean Daly at a con, because it's the messiest, it's wettest, <laughs> blackest table that you could possibly find, man. I just like to have my elbows on the table like a heathen, you know? I like to have a little bit of room, you know? Totally, yeah. But, uh, but yeah, it was a bit tight that way. I had to work twice as hard to make about half the money. But, well, but the show was busy. Well, I don't give them more. Because, I mean, C2E2 blew yeah. my mind. That oh, yeah. You could play a soccer match in the aisles. Dude, yeah. I mean, they you do it right. You drive your car to your table yeah. to drop stuff off. Like, I think, why can't we make that work here? I think the, I think the uh, normally they give you the option to have six feet of table. You pay for the other, the other half of the table. But this year they couldn't even make that offer to the guests. They just... Uh, I think they wanted to really load up the roster this year at Fan Expo, and they did. They had an incredible lineup of artists oh, yeah. there. Like and it they, blew they my all mind. Made money. Like, yeah. I don't yeah. know how well you did, but it, most people I talked to did. Yeah. Like, I mean, I did well, but I probably did about half of last year, to be honest with you. Last really? last year was really hot. I've never had a show like last so year. You know, Fosgit. Yeah, yeah. Fosgit. He yeah. had the best show he's ever had. Really? Did he have a full career. table though? No. Half a he table. He had his half table uh, there. You know. And he, uh, what you call it, the Thursday night alone. He did more than he's done at like eighty percent of the cons. Well, he's done. Yeah. But he actually, to him, be fair, he was one of only two cartoonists on the whole roster. Right. Him and Scott Chandler. Right. So he kind of had a bit of a, a niche there. Yeah, as far maybe. As that's, you know, doing that really Disney-esque kind of sure, sure. for the kids, right? I know for me, um, I need a little bit of room to work. I was being polite and I gave Jeff more than half the table, so I think right. I was kind of confined in that way. But uh, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know, I. Honestly, Fan Expo 2015, the Thursday of that show was better than if I added all the Fan Expos from 2010 to 2014 oh, yeah. up. Wow. Like that one day. I was still yeah. doing commissions from the Thursday of last year's Fan Expo in March of last year. Like wow. it carried over for months. I just couldn't get them all done. It's so weird how they work yeah. from year to year, eh? I think it's because on Thursdays you get the collectors. Like I make most of my money drawing. Like I, I don't sell a lot of fan right. art. I don't sell yeah. I sell comics for five bucks each or whatever, but I make my most money drawing. So you get my commissions coming in on Thursday and then I'm usually if I don't price myself right i can really screw myself out of a good weekend of earnings so uh yeah but yeah. Uh, but yeah no it was a good show regardless jeff was great company on the other side we had jeremy han and his wife Lori, and they're just an amazing couple they're doing the beauty uh jeremy han's doing the comic the beauty and he's got a few other things coming out from image and uh right just amazing people so yeah i had great neighbors kevin does an amazing job oh, yeah. uh yeah you know no complaints uh but, uh, you know. <laughs> well, you're one of the few guys who will actually get out and do some states cons here yeah, and there, right? Yeah, now, yeah. What, do you, what do you think keeps everybody home? Because I talked to guys for years, and I don't know, there's something keeping them from getting over the border. Well, you know, I think sometimes getting across the border can be a bit of a trick. I, it's too uh, much of a hassle to bother? I, uh, I think there's a bit of a hassle. I mean, I hear stories of guys getting a really hard time. Well, I, I, don't, I won't mention their names, but I know two fellows in particular from Toronto who went with the intention of going to New York. They had their table paid for. They had their flights paid for. They had everything paid for. They got to the border 
border. They said the wrong thing at the border, and they were sent home in a taxi. Wow. And they all they lost all their money because you don't get your money back, and you know it's just uh, I've never I've been I've been rattled a little bit at the border if they ask the wrong question, but I normally just play it off like I'm going across you know to go to yeah. a comic con with my wife, and you know um, I don't bring they, a lot of product. They and, almost got me this year. Yeah. Because when I went out to uh, Motor City. And I had my laptop and mics for the show in the trunk. Right. And they're like, well, are you, so you're working or whatever? And I was like, no, I'm a tree climber. Like, I totally was like... <laughs> well, that's what got that's me. because like fun hobby stuff. When know? I was going to Heroes last June, yeah. we were crossing over at Buffalo, and I had uh, to catch our plane. And I had... Um, uh, the guy asked me at the board, he's like, what do you do for a living? And I said, well, I'm a janitor, because I am. Yeah. And he asked my wife, and she said, well, I do this. And then he says, okay, well, I'm going to search your car. And I thought, uh, okay. So he opens up the back hatch of our Yaris, and there's this black suitcase with the, my, my sign. He goes, what's in the black case? I said, that's my sign. He goes, what does a janitor need a sign? And he rattled me, man. I was like, well, I, yeah. don't, I sometimes do art shows on the side. He's like, oh, you sometimes do art shows on the side. So you didn't give me all the information. And then he really got in my face about it. We still got across the border somehow. Oh, but I was lucky, like, ra- I was rattled for a yeah, couple yeah. of days. I was like, okay, next time, full disclosure, going to a Comic-Con, going to make money, yeah. you know, whatever. But I know of a fellow who did that exact, took that exact right. approach and was sent home. I did something that I'm always told not to do because I'm a legal legally prescribed sure. yep. user, right? Yep. And uh, I never bring it across the border. That's stupid. Of right? course. But I, I have a backpack that I've kept it in in the past. Uh-huh. Nothing in there. But, you know, dogs. Residual. 300 billion times. Dude, absolutely. So we're pulling up to the, to the border, and for the my first border crossing ever with a dog. And he lit up. I've never experienced a dog. Yeah. So they're, like, asking all the questions. We're talking, and we're like, yeah, just going down to Motor City. And that's when they uh, were, like, pop the trunk. Uh-huh. So pop the trunk, and the dog just like zeroes in on my back. Oh yeah, just like zoom. Yep. So first they pull that out and they open it, and that's when they ask me about all the stuff. And I'm like pure hobby, just doing recording panels and stuff. Right? Sure. And uh, they're like, you ever smoke pot? And they tell you to say no, and like don't admit it. In yeah. They also tell you not to lie it. though, right? I that's went the thing. Opposite. I said. Yes, I do. I ha- I'm a legally prescribed user, and you know they were like, "You bring any with you?" And I was like, "Fuck no!" Yeah, like, yeah. Do- I'm not an idiot. I yeah. spent a lot of money on this weekend. I wouldn't, you know, throw it away by bringing, you know, and I'll be fine down there. Sure. And I even said that to them. I was like, "I'm not in," you know. Yeah, yeah. And they actually went for it. Wow. They actually were cool. And wow. They were like, okay, well, thanks for admitting Well, because I read that article a while ago about that dude who's never allowed to return to the States because he answered honestly. I read that yeah, too. I smoked yeah. it in high school yeah. and boom. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. So my wife said, okay, if they ask, what are you going to say? I'm like, well, I guess I'll have to lie. Yeah. But the thing is, you know, I have a buddy who works at the TSA and he says, just don't lie. Yeah. Use an economy of truth when you're crossing the border, but don't lie because yeah. they'll know if you're lying. They yeah. look at seven checkpoints on your face that tell them you're lying. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So if they ask you that question, it's a kind of a trick question now. Yeah, I'm not bringing so, that uh, backpack next time. No, no. Oh, no, yeah, no. Brand new spanking out of the store. Absolutely. Backpack, yeah. You know? Receipt's still on it. Yeah, absolutely, man. All right. November 12th at the Cameron House. Pints and Pages. Pints and two. Pages 2. I will be there. Mike Ruth will be there. Beautiful. And we'll be having a grand old time. I'm really looking forward to it. Drinking beer out of horns. Aye. Yelling. <laughs> and all that type stuff. Mike Ruth, it's always an absolute pleasure to chat with you, my friend. Always a pleasure, man. All right, everybody. Take Mike care. Mike Ruth. Wah.